Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. We had a great time last night celebrating our new voices under 30. You can watch the entire show on SBD Today. This is your morning buzzcast for Wednesday, December 16th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody is doing well. Made it to hump day as we get closer and closer to the end of the year. we got a lot of basketball news to start with, so let's start with that. First, the big news. Yes, the big news is Giannis Antetokounmpo has committed to the Bucks long-term by agreeing to sign a five-year, $228 million Supermax deal. This was reported yesterday afternoon. Now remember, Giannis would have been an unrestricted free agent this summer and the biggest name to hit the market since Kevin Durant easily. There were a number of teams who were readjusting their salary caps and their spending to try to make a run at him, most notably the Toronto Raptors. All throughout the media today, it is being positioned as a major win for a mid-market small market team in the NBA. It's certainly a big win for team ownership, Mark Lasry, Wes Edens, and Jamie Dynan, and of course, team president Peter Fagan. Interesting with Fagan, he was speaking at a Milwaukee-based business meeting with other team presidents on a Zoom call when Giannis actually tweeted out his extension contract agreement. So some pretty interesting color coming out of that. But for the NBA, it's also a very good sign because as so many players try to make super teams, the NBA really wants to have its main stars stick with teams. I'm not going to call Milwaukee a small market team, but I will say its revenue is not up to speed with some of the others that they compete against. So a big deal for Giannis, a big deal for the Bucks, and a good deal for the NBA. Let's stay with basketball because Mark Stein of the New York Times reported today that Endeavor has expanded its sports representation business by purchasing a stake in BDA Sports Management. That, of course, is the NBA firm led by agent Bill Duffy. It's very well regarded. This allows Endeavor to bring a well-respected basketball agent into its fold. Duffy has represented a lot of players over his career. He currently has players like Luka Donick and Sabrina Ionesco, and now he becomes an advisor in the sports division of William Morris Endeavor. He will continue to serve as chairman and CEO of BDA Sports, and I said BDA Sports has a lot of players. They have over 130 players in the NBA, the WNBA, and professional leagues internationally, according to the New York Times. But like I said, for Endeavor, what does this give it? It gives it a major NBA talent agent. And as Endeavor's president, Mark Shapiro, told the Times, he believes this will accelerate their growth plan as it relates to representing more NBA players, both on and off the court. Bill Duffy oversees a team of six agents domestically and seven internationally. So again, Endeavor getting a stake in a pretty large scale NBA practice. Staying with agency news, Excel Sports Management, the firm owned by Jeff Schwartz, Casey Close, 
and Mark Steinberg announced it has received its first outside funding, getting a minority investment from private equity firm Shamrock Capital. They will use the funding to enhance their current capabilities, but also grow into other areas. Remember, recently Excel has really developed its property sales group, and now they can use this funding to grow into other areas or enhance their current capabilities. Excel has a very deep roster of clients, of course, Tiger Woods, Blake Griffith, and others. Now, Shamrock Capital's current investment include Appetize, FanDeal, Mobility, and others. Forbes reports today that Shamrock's investment in Excel has been made through the company's growth fund, whose investments typically range from $30 million to $200 million. So that's a huge range, but that gives you a sense of the potential size of the investment from Shamrock into Excel Sports Management. Now we'll keep an eye on how Excel looks to use that new funding. Let's shift to the NFL because we have a lot of news there. NFL owners will meet virtually today to debate extending the regular season next fall to 17 games. That would mark the first regular season expansion since 1978. No decision is likely today, but the new collective bargaining agreement agreed in March gives the league the power to add a 17th game as early as 2021. We know the benefits more revenue, the networks will get more inventory, but there's still the uncertainty of whether to move forward with a 17th game during a pandemic. Other items on the agenda today include the recent transaction regarding the Titans' ownership structure, player health and safety preparations around Super Bowl 55, media rights negotiations, diversity in hiring, and fan engagement. Meanwhile, ESPN is reporting the NFL will prohibit mandatory local bubble environments for the postseason. That was according to a memo sent to clubs yesterday. Now, they will allow teams to house players in a hotel on a voluntary basis, but they do not want to go forward with the bubble environment. That's consistent with everything we've been hearing from the league and the Players Association in the last few weeks. Meanwhile, yesterday, our John Aran broke a very interesting story that speaks to how the NFL is trying to identify with and attract more younger viewers. So a playoff game, an NFL wildcard game, will be broadcast on Nickelodeon, which of course is a CBS network, and the end zones will be filled with superimposed slime during the game, and the entire Nickelodeon production will have a distinctly Nickelodeon look and feel, all in an attempt to attract more young viewers. Now the game is set for January 10th at 4.30. It'll be simulcast on CBS and Nickelodeon, but it was Nickelodeon's production that was a key part of CBS Sports' winning the bid to carry the game. Meanwhile, let's go over to baseball, because Bob Nightingale, USA Today's baseball reporter, who is very connected, is starting to write about Fishers, again, between baseball management and labor. He is reporting that executives and owners at the league want players to be vaccinated before arriving to spring training, and they would like to see the start of the 21 season delayed until May, even if it means shortening the season to 140 games or fewer. Meanwhile, the MLBPA does not want a shorter season. 
They feel that they can play 162 games. They want full paychecks for players. And so you're seeing a disagreement, which could be potentially impacting any return to play for the 2021 season. A lot of people always ask about what Ben Sutton is doing with his Teal Capital. Well, he announced another deal last night in Michael Smith's SBJ College newsletter that Teal Capital has acquired the Colonnade Group out of Birmingham. That is a fan experience and hospitality agency that has relationships throughout college sports. So Colonnade will be rolled into a new company called Revel XP, which is a game day oriented business for college and professional properties. Revel will combine Colonnade with Tailgate Guys and Complex Sports. Those are companies that Teal Capital already owns. Revel will be led by CEO Ray DeWeese, who is a former 40 under 40 honoree. And again, will focus on reimagining the game day experience with sales and service enhancement. Once again, that is a deal that a lot of people in the hospitality space and the collegiate space will be keeping an eye on as everybody has their eye on what Ben Sutton's Teal Capital is doing. And finally, another deal that I thought was interesting, reported by The Hollywood Reporter yesterday, former Disney and ABC TV executive Ben Sherwood is behind a new company called Mojo. So what is Mojo? Mojo is an app that will launch in early 21 that will help parents and coaches in youth sports. It'll have instructional training and it'll have original content. There's been a lot of interest in the youth sports space for about the last decade. I haven't seen a ton of very successful business models, but Ben Sherwood is someone to keep an eye on as he tries to build Mojo, expected to launch in early 21. So a lot going on on this Wednesday, December 16th. That is your morning buzzcast. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody stays healthy, stay safe, and remember, be good to each other. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.